Happy Thursday, everybody. It's Chris Lazo, host of Conversional Speaking Podcast. Today, we cover two questions. The first is, how do you determine if your speaking engagement was successful? And how do you increase the feeling of sincerity in your speech? That's coming up next here on Conversional. Hey, my friend, if this content is helpful and valuable for you and you want to go a little bit deeper on some of these topics, I just wrote an ebook that covers some of the common questions that we've been answering on this podcast in full detail. It's called A Guide to Speaking in a Digital World. It includes everything from hooking your audience to setting up your space for video and audio to how you can craft an introduction, how you can land the plane, and lots, lots, lots more. I'll also throw in a free mini course called The Four Mistakes That Public Speakers Make when you purchase this ebook. Now, I know the risk involved with buying just about anything, which is why I am guaranteeing it, because I want to remove that risk and that barrier from you trying what I believe might really help your public speaking in whatever industry or sphere you're speaking into. That's why if you aren't satisfied with it, you can get all of your money back. So if you're interested, pause this and go to chrislazo.com forward slash ebook. How do creative entrepreneurs make lifelong, raving fans when they communicate? That's the question. This show has the answers. My name is Chris Lazo. Welcome to the Conversional Podcast. All right, everybody. The first question of the day is, how do you determine if a speaking engagement was successful? In other words, how do you know if what you said stuck if you did a good job, if you should adjust anything, if you did well and should pat yourself on the back. And the short answer is, it depends on your goals. For example, do you want immediate feedback or do you want long-term impact? Now, I'm not playing those two against each other. There's value in both. For example, you might want immediate feedback. This can be useful when you want to adjust in the moment and learn quickly. And immediate feedback can take all sorts of different formats and forms. If you're speaking on social media, you can look to the views and likes and shares and engagement. If you're speaking in a live setting in proximity to people, say on a stage, you can gauge it based on applause or facial expression or whether people are taking notes or how engaged they are. There's all sorts of different metrics for this. One of my favorite is getting feedback from specific people in the audience or in the comment sections that I've asked predeterminedly to give me constructive feedback. I'll usually have one or two people listening who can then feed me information based on their perspective that I can then use as constructive feedback to change what I'm doing or to make it better the next time. The beautiful thing about this is that the more familiar you get with your listeners and audience, the easier you can tell when something is resonate with them or whether it's falling flat. But if you want immediate feedback, that's going to be a little easier to gauge based on what medium you're using. If it's on social or video, I would look at the metrics and the engagement and the feedback. 
if it's in a live setting, I would just talk to people and ask what they thought, especially people who you know won't just give you praise. They'll give you things to adjust. They'll tell you if something was confusing. Those are my favorite ways of going about it if I want immediate feedback. Now, if you want long-term impact, that's going to take a little bit more work. You still want to ask, what's your goal? Are you giving people information? Are you wanting to make a sale? Do you want to see transformation in your listener's life based on what you're speaking about? All of those things are going to determine the long-term impact and therefore the feedback that you're going to get on whether your speaking was successful or not. So if you are doing a TED Talk and you're wanting people to process information and think differently, then a sign of success would be if your ideas are spreading. If you're in sales and you just made an offer, say on a webinar, Instagram Live, or from a stage at a workshop, then your goals and your sign of whether your speaking was successful is if they purchase whatever you're selling. If you want transformation, say you're speaking from a pulpit or you're speaking at a motivational conference or at a business presentation where you're trying to stir up inspiration and motivation, the long-term impact and the sign of success for your speaking is going to be change. Now, all of these things, the sale, the change, the spreading of ideas, in many cases, takes a while to measure. So another question you got to ask is, how will you follow up to see if there is an impact? We often can't judge whether we've made an impact within the closing minutes of our speech or presentation. Sometimes it takes a while. And so we need to follow up on that journey with our listeners. Do you have an email list? Do you take surveys? Do you create test groups? There's all sorts of different ways of finding out if change was the result of our speaking, but that's the question you got to start with. What's my goal? In other words, what do I want to see happen as a result of my speaking? And second, how will I follow up to see if there is truly an impact? So those are the two forms that I, I would suggest uh, reveal whether our speaking was successful or not. Immediate feedback and long-term impact. And those are some of the ways that I test it for myself that maybe you can start thinking about. Now, here's the second question. Someone asks, how do you increase the feeling of sincerity in your speech? In other words, how do you avoid coming off as a car salesman, a politician, or a televangelist? And that's the question that this person asks. And my answer for this is very simple. I teach this in one of my courses on the five secrets of conversional speaking. And that is, you've got to use your natural voice. The reason people come off with this perception that they lack sincerity or they lack authenticity is because almost always they're trying to be or sound like someone else. And the most common example of this that I tend to see is what I like to call the professional voice. Something strange happens when we turn a camera on that doesn't occur when we're casual and in a situation we feel comfortable and safe in, right? For example, let's say you're around a campfire with some of your closest friends, 
whom you feel the most comfortable with. What are you like? I don't know what you're like, but you probably have an idea. Maybe you're quirky. Maybe you're goofy. Maybe you're loud and passionate. Maybe you're funny. I don't know. But you probably have an idea. If you don't, ask your friends. Ask the friends that you spend the most time with. And that's usually a good sign of who we are when we feel the most comfortable. And yet something strange happens when people turn cameras on, when we get up before a microphone. We get this pressure to feel or to sound professional, whatever that means. I've come to think of it as meaning that we need to sound stodgy and deep-voiced and serious. And that couldn't be farther from the truth. Unless that's your natural voice, then go with it. But if it's not, you really need to just be yourself. And this is pretty difficult for people sometimes. How do I turn off that pressure to be professional when the camera's rolling and be myself when the last thing I feel like when a camera is rolling is myself? I feel all this pressure. I'm embarrassed. I, I'm shy. You know, all of those words start flooding into our minds. We get the stress. We get the adrenaline rush. Our heart starts thumping. And we might even feel a little bit of fear about how we're going to come across. And all of those things serve as like this chemical cocktail that changes our voice and our mannerisms. And we end up being someone we're totally not like in real life. And that's where I think the lack of sincerity and authenticity comes from. So what can you do about it? Well, I'll give you one thing, okay? I want you to ask that original question. What are you like when you're having a blast with the friends in your life that you're most comfortable with? What are your mannerisms? What does your voice sound like? How fast do you talk? How slow do you talk? What dynamic does your voice have? Ask those types of questions. Write them down. And when the camera starts rolling, be like that. That will take you so far in activating at least a part of your natural voice. And even if you do sound like a car salesman or a politician or televangelist, at least it will be you. And here's the thing. Most of the people that are listening to you just want to hear you. And so it doesn't matter if you're a car salesman, a politician, a televangelist, an extroverted, introverted person, a creative, or a strategist, or a public accountant. If people are listening to you, they're listening to you. And they want to hear what you sound like and what you're about to deliver. So my best thing for you is to activate your natural voice by transporting yourself back to that place where you feel most comfortable around people and activating that when you turn on the camera. This is Chris Lazo. It's been a joy to answer these questions, and I can't wait for tomorrow. I'll see you soon.